Hello, welcome to a very special edition, the first one of the new year. Or the last one of the old year. Or the last one. Either way, it's special. And it's here. Yep. What show is this? Well, it's the Single Eight Show. Have you introduced it yet? Well, I've been trying to. Well, then I should be quiet. Welcome to another edition of the Single Eight Show. Your name is... Michael Davis, your name is... Hunter Mills, y'all. Today on the Hunter Mills Show, a Single Eight Show, as we talk about your transitioning journey, we are going to talk about the necessity of being prepared for awkward situations. Yep. And being prepared when we know that those situations are going to be awkward. Yeah. So are you okay if I explain about yesterday, or do you want to explain about yesterday? I'm okay if you do. So many of you know that my career is that of a minister, and I am a a pastor in the United Methodist Church, and Within the United Methodist Church, it's kind of like the military, that we are appointed for places to serve and we are moved from place to place. Thankfully, the territories that we move in aren't nationwide or, or worldwide. They're, roughly, there is a, there's a region or a territory that we're moved around in, and but we get moved around, and I was asked to do a funeral for a dear friend who passed away, who was a member of our previous worship center. And the the way that this story goes, and, and I, I will start pulling you into this conversation right now, is when we left that worship center for my new appointment, it was before that you had invited us into your journey and your transitioning journey. So we had a, a little bit of a fear of you going there and unintentionally, very caringly, hear it, but hearing your your dead name over and over again. Yeah. So let's let's talk about before you went. Let's talk about some of the anxieties that you felt before the event. Don't get into the event, because we'll talk about that. But getting mentally prepared to get that name and having to say, Hey, folks, I don't need that name anymore. <laughs> and you don't, and let go. Hey, I use Hunter. Hey, Hunter is my name. Yes. Yeah. And not give really the reason why, because I'm not close enough to really anyone in in that specific age range of people that tell them the reason why. So you were quite young when that we shifted our yeah. appointments. So that that you no one really got to even know you really before yeah. that we moved. Unfortunately, there were many people in that appointment that knew you as a baby. They knew yeah. you as a participant in the preschool at that worship center. And if I remember correctly, 
you you would have been you had not quite moved in the middle school when when that we were it went like just before COVID it, we it, moved. Well, it was two years before COVID, yeah. and you were still in like grammar school when that when that we were moved. So you you were still nobody had a chance to really know you. Yeah. Yeah. You thankfully you kind of had this identity of the karate kid and you were Pastor Davis's kid but your transitioning journey started after yeah we we were reappointed. So we really did and not out of anyone being mean or rude, just them not knowing cuz you yeah. you shifted. So we start you were preparing yourself emotionally for that and yeah. we and we prepared for that too we had some strategies in place before you went in case that you were hearing your dead name frequently yeah uh, so uh, explain your strategies and then i'll talk about the importance of having a, a strategy what was some of the strategies that we had in place mostly I don't know that we actually included no. you in some of the strategies that we had in place. I don't think at all. Thankfully, the entire DWO was present with you. Yeah. GAPD, Rick Kane, myself. I know one of them was the death gripping Rick Kane guy. <laughs> yeah. So, but the one of the things that we were all ready to do, yeah. maybe not so much that we prepared you for, but we were prepared to kind of step in and say, oh, yes, this is our son, Hunter. And and then I was ready to redirect the conversation into, so how is life at this old worship center? Yeah, I was, we were ready for a correction and then, we were ready to redirect the conversation so that the conversation didn't uh, lag, yeah. lag there. So when when you go into situations, now I'm going to talk about the importance of preparation. Yeah. When you go into situations that you are kind of worried about, hey, this is where I see myself. This is kind of where... I see this situation might get drawn to. It yeah. is really, really good to have a strategy if you have to go to that place. Yeah. Because there's some places we don't need to go back to, right? Yep. Because let's talk about this without saying names. Because yeah. you, you kind of deal with at your school an individual that is not cooperative in your journey. Yeah. That that you deal with an individual who is not really willing to be redirected, and we kind of share with we've shared with you, GAPD and myself. Hey, you don't need to be around this person. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of times that we that we step away from old places, and we just don't have to go back there. Yeah. But like like yesterday. Sometimes we do have to go back there. Yeah. And but when we go back there it's good to have a strategy in place on how to caringly either redirect the conversation or to caringly 
uh, invite others to be a part of the journey with us, right? Right. And sometimes the best way to do that is if you're nervous about it and you don't think that you can do it yourself, but you yeah. have to go to the environment that you're going in, it's yeah. good to have a, a, a trusted team to be with you to help redirect the situation, right? Yeah. Yes. So that's the strategy, to always yeah. have the strategy. But we we kind of had a unique blessing. And no, I don't know if I want to yeah. move into this conversation and, you know, to point it out on how the gossip mill of a church gets things all the way around. Yeah. But one of the things that really surprised us is everybody already knew. Yeah. And you you still there there's different reasons why you still kind of have a presence at this old worship center. Yeah. Uh you attend youth group there and you uh, still interact with different friends there because of youth group you being the district youth rep, the conference youth rep, rep. there is a yeah. lot of people that know who Hunter Mills is. Yeah. And I have to I have to share with you, I, I believe that there's more people that know who Hunter Mills is than knows who Mike Davis is. Mm. I I think that you you carry a little bit more weight in the in the higher structure of our religious base than I do. Well, it, I only, but that's only in like the youth area. Well, that's that's fair. There's a, there's other adults that know who Hunter Mills is. Yeah, I've actually been surprised in finding out who listens to this podcast, <laughs> and one of them may have the letters uh, DS in 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 their job responsibilities. Oh, so uh, there's all sorts of dear friends that that hear this and. So that you kind of have this name that carries some weight around. (laughs) But I hope they think hopeful at least of me. Yeah, well, there's a lot of positive. You got some good brothers out there. Yeah. So, so thankfully, gossiping's not always a bad thing, and that's one of the things that we found out. Our first conversation. I'm going to be very honest with you. I won't say any names. Our very immediate first conversation that we had was with someone that one I worried would be unwilling to use your name and also is would be unwilling to be cordial within the situation. But thankfully, there's times that we are surprised. And it was quite the blessing to immediately have that first conversation taken care of yeah. and then realize, hey, this person did not do what we expected. So it's sometimes sometimes we do get those blessings. I will tell you the first person I have talked to a couple times with, if you're talking about the very first person. No, not the, the very first person. Okay. I... That the that person I is very well the the very first person we talk to is very supportive of your journey, and is it has got your back in ways that you just don't even know, all right. But the so I guess the second person, it's the first person I really spoke to when we were at the facility. 
So you've got yeah. some supporters out there. And but I was nervous about that and I was blessed that it it worked through. Now we did have yeah. one moment that I got a little nervous that you kind of overheard. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, okay. Well, if it the one time it happened, it get on them for making it the one time. <laughs> yeah, and they and this was a dear friend who was who shared that they were quite surprised of of the journey that you're on, and and that's okay. They don't have to understand it because it's not. Their journey, is it? Yeah. It's your uh, journey. The one thing when transphobic say, like, I don't understand it. I'm like, good. You don't, you don't have, have to. to. <laughs> it's not your journey. You don't have to understand it. Yeah. And uh, that is that that is a battle that we will forever have. Yeah. And, but this individual actually kind of worked through things because the person that I am talking about kind of said, well, I'm really surprised to hear that you have a honor. And my, my immediate response was one that I had planned and was working on. Yeah. And the second that the words came out, having a planned response helped me say, yes, uh, uh, it is something that we are fully supportive of, and we're we've, we're behind them all the way, and we love them all the way. Yeah, and I had that that in place, and it's all about preparation and those things, huh? Yeah, and but, I'm not gonna act like I don't have like internal plan for school if it ever. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But it's hard, especially with your school situation, because in your school situation. You are dealing with somebody that doesn't want to be okay with it. Yeah. You're you're dealing with someone that has found a unique way to bully you in this and that's not okay. But what I what you and I have discussed multiple times, what is okay is for you to just completely detach from that person. Yeah. You don't have to put yourself in situations that is unwelcoming. You you don't have to. Yeah, I don't have to, but how the school system works. Well, how the, this person uh, just happens, you, you frequently are around this person. Yeah. So we work on the strategy because you're frequently around a lot of people in your school. Yeah. And you don't have to talk, talk to everyone in your class. You're not best friends with everybody in your class. And you so you're already detached from people. And it's okay. It is absolutely okay to just walk away from someone. If you see a person walking over to you that you see is really un uncordial about your journey and you know that they're only ever going to be negative about your journey, yeah. you don't you can walk away. It is not rude to have self-care in these situations. It's not rude. So, but in this situation with, with the lady that kind of shared, hey, I, I'm surprised to hear about this. Well, it actually opened a conversation that how that she's trying to journey in this journey with one of 
one uh, with a family member. Yeah. And that was a pretty cool opportunity. And it opened that converse it opened the opportunity for me to have that conversation with her because I had a prepared response. Yeah. Hey, I I that's my kid and I love him all the way and I I'll carry his flag in whatever parade that that I'm marching in, right? Yeah. And it opened the door for her to have a conversation point with me. And there's some people that need those opportunities to have the conversations. Yep. And then there's some people that don't want to have those conversations. And it's okay to not. It's okay to walk away. Yeah. You don't have to have everyone approve of your journey. And by the way, you'll never have everyone approve of your journey. Yeah. But it is okay for you to set free set free those negative forces so that you can be free to be on your journey for you and for yourself, right? Yeah, we got a positive force in here now. Yeah. So within that, it it works with the prepared response too, right? Yeah. Uh, So with your situation at your school, if you had a prepared response, then you could just walk away. Yep. And even if that prepared response is, oh, my gracious, I got to go study. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, my gracious, I forgot to ask the teacher this question. Yeah. And yeah. and it's okay to extract yourself. It's okay to self-advocate for yourself and extract yourself from those situations. And you've kind of already done that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Explain without using specifics. Or people's names, sort of the situation and how that you've already handled it. Moving lockers, places, and the big major one. Yeah. Yeah. You had lockers near each other, and that that opened the thing for frequent conversations that you didn't want to have, and you advocated for yourself. Yeah. And you knew the right person to advocate for yourself through. Yep. So, Luckily, I have both of the PE teachers, so I could have gone through both of them if need be. That's true. So, again, it's that pre-planned strategy that's helped you through that. Yep. Yeah. So that's what we kind of wanted to focus on talking about today is is within our journey, having those pre-planned strategies can help make life a little bit more present. Yeah. And pleasant, excuse me. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have a cat on me now. Yes. Now that our cat has joined us, I think this is a great stopping point for this week, week's single light show. Did I mention? Yeah, yes, it is. Do you want to meow? No? Okay. Your name is? Michael Davis. Your name is? Had a male jaw with a cat on him. This is the single hate show for the week. Whoa!